The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. if you were planning it to take longer than that anyway but <laughs> yeah you know who knows who know, you know how this show goes <laughs> <laughs> well um i gathered you all here today i don't know i didn't really do that i just asked if you guys wanted to come on this um this one's going to be a little bit different than the other band camps um and i'm probably gonna like i don't know as we go through this thing and i'm just talking to you guys i'm not talking to the, the audience yet even though this will probably all be in there because that's how we do it, right, Chris? <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> um, no. Yeah, so I, I, I don't know. I, I, I just figured it would be fun to, to try out, to have this like roundtable discussion, and and um, if you guys like it, maybe we can do it again, and if you don't, then you don't have to, and maybe we can add more people. You know, I was thinking about, Jeff, I was thinking about all the people that um, that we, we both know that I was like, man, I think like, like Ari would be really good on this, you know? Like yeah, I mean he because he he's maybe better than me. He's got such a palette. He's got such a palette for like different you know different sounds. Um, yeah, I'm I'm terrible. I feel like at describing music, I've never been good at like qualifying uh, so, or like. All right, so you and I are both right there critiquing you know? music. Yeah. yeah so. Um, I, I just make up, I make up my own words, man. I don't even worry about it. I'm just yeah. like this is what it feels like. So. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to get to that in one second, Chris. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to introduce you guys uh, before we get started. Um, Jeff Bousquet, you are a podcaster, and you are also a fantastic musician. I don't know what I'd call you. Folk, rock, maybe? Um, I don't know. I like We just talked about it. I don't know how trying. to Trying. <laughs> You're doing very well, man. You're doing very well. I myself trying. <laughs> um. No man, I see. You. I, 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 you got any shows lined up? Actually, I'm working on that right now. Yeah. Uh, I was chatting with Heather yesterday cool. about uh, some dates that she might have open at uh, at the Jungle, I think, in December. So yeah, and we're gonna mention you have you have two EPs on Bandcamp right now. Kind of, yeah. I have, I have one EP and then some demos. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> but thank you kindly. Yes. <laughs> uh, um, tell us about uh, Dirty Decibels. Oh yeah, uh, so I started Dirty Decibels, I think sometime in 2017, um, and it was at the time it was called Dirty Water Decibels, and then I thought that sounded like really lame after a while. But it was like because I was mainly talking to Boston musicians, um, and then I brought it back in the middle of the pandemic, being super bored and having the ease of recording over Zoom, and I. Um, did another season where I tried to expand beyond just music and talk to lots of different artists and um, have it just be about kind of conversation podcast um, about uh, getting your hands dirty, working in whatever passion you're in and, and making art and design and 
talk to people who educate, people who create. And um, yeah, hoping to bring it back within the next couple of months, working on some new stuff, some new artwork and theme and lining up some different guests. <laughs> I can't I can't wait. I can't wait for season two of Dirty Decibels Podcast. Season three. Season, <laughs> uh, season three. I'm yeah. sorry. You're right. You're right. Season three. All right. Then we have Michael Gradden, Punk as Folk YouTube channel. This guy reviews albums. Uh, he's a, a vinyl connoisseur. Um, and he's just a guru of all music. Michael, are you there? I, I don't know if any of that was true. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about your, your podcast on, uh, or, on your YouTube channel or your review, uh, well, whatever, whatever. I don't know. Was it a podcast? Yeah, right. Okay. So I think you guys know. Um, I was like a really bad alcoholic and I needed some shit to do with my time after I got out of rehab. So I decided to start a podcast and then I realized I hated my voice, but I also hate getting my pictures taken. So then it just became more of an exercise of like putting myself out there and trying to get used to dealing with fucking being around people and dealing like that, having people see me and hear me because I didn't have anybody to talk to about the music I like. So I was like, I just put it on the internet and see if anybody responds. And quite the response, my friend. Now I know you guys, so that's something. <laughs> and then we have Chris Chavez, who's been on this, uh, who's done this a bunch of times. And like I, this is like, this isn't my thing. This is all our thing. You know what I'm saying? So like, when you guys intro it onto your shows, you know, you do what you what you want to do. Chris Chavez, uh, and I don't, I don't give this gentleman enough credit when I, when I talk to him on the podcast and I apologize for that, Chris, ah. Chris is a podcast entrepreneur. Um, he is, he, he, he has a network and I'm going to have him list all the podcasts he does. <laughs> um, he also, he's also a, he's the king of content creating. He, uh, he's recently, he's, he's getting involved in video stuff. He's also the Henry Miller of music descriptions because Henry Miller can, can write 25 pages to describe one thing. And Chris Chavez can, if you give him any kind of music, he will, he will break it down for you just like that. Um, oh man. Also, I want to announce this. He is also the struggling artist podcast, um, social media team now. And, uh, He's done great things in the one week that he's been doing it already. So I've gotten so many, so much responses about you know about social media stuff, and I'm like, yeah, that's uh, that's all this guy. So, all right, that's too kind, man. Way too kind. Um, yeah, I do way too many shows. That's for sure. I started podcasting about eight years ago, and uh, you know it grew. We we ended up doing one show, and you become kind of addicted to doing it, and you start another one, and then you're like, all right, well, I'm talking about this, and I'm talking about this. But I really want to talk about this other subject. Let's start a new show. You know what I mean? Um, it ended up attracting a whole lot of people that kind of came together. And I thought to myself, just create a network, you know, put out a space where everybody can put their shows. And and uh, the way I did it was kind of a thing where, you know, I just took care of everything. I took care of the hosting. And at the beginning, I did a lot of the editing and, and posting for everyone. Um but, you know, there's no cost if they wanted to be a part of the network, as long as they were cool and there was, there was no drama. And and typically, if it wasn't the exact same thing as another show on the network, they could join, you know, and we'd have them on the network. And we grew from three podcasts to I believe there's over 50 on the network now. Um, it got so crazy. And I was like you said, I'm moving on to video production and and 
I just started a production company. So that's, it's kind of uh, exciting and, and nerve wracking at the same time. But uh, I had to step away from running the network. I actually put somebody else in charge of running it and they're running it now and he's doing a really good job of it. But, uh, but yeah, man, podcasting was my thing. Music's my thing. I mean, I just love it all. I love talking. You know that I love talking, man. I can't stop. All right. All right. All right. So yeah. So, and then uh, break down what we're doing. Ah, what we're doing, Bandcamp Friday, man. We're doing this every month. Even in Bandcamp, stops giving away their 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 money, right? Isn't that the thing? They they give the artists all the proceeds aside from processing fees or whatever the case is. Uh, but we're going to do this every month, regardless. We're going to get together every month and talk about bands and music that we discovered on the website Bandcamp. And uh, we want to push them. We want to tell people to check them out, check out their music. So that's what we're doing this time in this new fun exciting way roundtable yeah this is gonna be this is um trial by fire right <laughs> i had to i had to i had to pull back man because i'm like okay this is a lot of music to listen to i can't like <laughs> write out everything you know so so i have i have little notes here and there and it's, <clears throat> it's definitely not gonna be as intense as i normally come yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey i didn't know i was on that kind of show uh <laughs> i I I just enjoyed um I just enjoyed being thrown a whole bunch of new music like that's all that's like the most that I've gotten out of this like I can't mm-hmm. even I I'm not even gonna be good with coming up with like critiques or descriptors but it was just cool to like oh shit I never heard of some of these bands and they're great so yeah. thanks for that because that's super rad it was just fun to uh, have an excuse to listen to new stuff yeah Jeff Chris and I, I, I do, we every morning I wake up and I have a new band from Chris. <laughs> Nice, and and then I send one to him. Usually late at night when I can't sleep. Isn't there a whole meme out that's been going around that's like people who show you new music are like so are like the most important people, something (laughs) something like that. I don't know how important I am, but we'll uh, we'll leave that to the to to the whatever whatever everyone wants to think. Um, What was I going to say? So before we always we always plug these same two albums. Before uh, we we get into the meat of this uh, the meat and potatoes of this of this kind of style podcast, um, one is uh, punk with a purpose, which which helps benefit the Colangio Carcinoma Foundation. It's a super rare cancer. Damage Heart Records. Our friend Scotty Saints put out this compilation. Um, it's got fantastic bands on it. Um, and the other one is the uh, Benefit from Bueno, which Jeff, you are on that album. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um that was that that that's a 33 I believe track compilation to help um with Will Good from the Old Edison uh who was in a car accident back in April or May I think. Yep. So, but yeah, Jeff is featured on that. So we have a we got a little another um degree of separation there for that one. But uh let's you guys want to get into it? You ready to get into this? Let's do it. All right. So how how did we do it again? What did I forgot? I, I gave all the rules to this and I don't even remember now. <laughs> are we just going around like we'll we'll all say local first and go and just kind of go that route, or are we gonna go through our lists for like how do you want to do it? Yeah, let's do it that way. That works. Go around, yeah. Go around, yeah. Everyone does My notes local. are not set up for that. Uh oh, what are your notes set up for? <laughs> <laughs> what do, what are your notes set up for? We can go that way. Uh, At least your notes are set notes up, set, man. I mean, <laughs> my notes were set up by a person. It's fine. It's on an iPad. I can make it work. <laughs> yeah, I'm just reading off my phone. So. <laughs> you know, I actually did that too because I, I listened I've to got a lot of this while driving. Pages and pages. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Look at that forest. Yeah. Um, 
All right. Well, I mean, you know what? Let's try it this other way. Let's do. Let's do. We'll go through everybody's thing. How about that? Let's do it. And uh, Mike, Michael, we'll start with you since you're the one that has the notes set up that way. Oh fuck! So go to. Let's go to your. <laughs> we're gonna go to your list first. We're gonna do your list first. All right. Um, for local, I picked a band from Toledo, Ohio, where I live. Shitty neighbors, people I know. Um. It's just that basic rust belt punk. I see basic is the worst descriptor, but it's it's exactly what you think you're getting when you hear that it's a mix of melodic punk, hardcore, and emo inspired lyrics. Um my notes have oh yeah, thundering drum and strange yelling. I mean there's singing there too, but it's all that like super urgent strain sound. I don't know how else to describe it. And because Toledo's like Toledo's like uh if you've never been here, it's a big city with like a small town vibe. Fucking everybody knows everybody somehow. Um and there's a song on there named her her middle name is Marie. I picked this band just because I'm pretty sure I know who the fuck they were talking about. Like, <laughs> I'm I'm like the the punk circle here isn't that big, so pretty sure it's awesome. I dug this album. I really liked this a lot. I put a note on here that I'm going to pick this up for sure on Bandcamp Friday. And you're right. I like the vocals too. It's very melodic, but but it still has the shout shout singing quality. You know, the shouting happening, but melodic, and it sounded really good. I liked it. Enjoyed it. I, I put a note for this one just saying that like uh I feel like they should have they should be known more, you know? I don't know if I don't know how popular they are, but I, I never heard of them. So um it was to me I enjoyed this album. So I've lived here in this town for nearly ten years and I heard of them when this album came out. Wow. Yeah, they're good. I like them. Right. I uh I just wanted to say that I don't have a note for this band. So I got through like two to three of everybody's. <laughs> just that's, fine. that's fine. No, no, no. Just, just chime in when, when you can. I have notes about net, about debt neglectors, so I guess we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't want to sound like a... No, no, like no. I, <laughs> no I, I don't have notes on all of them either. It's just, I just, that happened to all be right. one of the ones I did. Um, all right, what was your next one? My next one was my non-local... Um, the last mile respect the frequency from montreal quebec i was gonna say canada but i guess canada's like broke into smaller pieces who knew um <laughs> this is a faith move because as of now i've not heard this album i've heard two of the singles from it they're really good and everything the band had done previously i genuinely enjoy but they are on rad girlfriend records who I've been digging like their whole catalog. Um, Mike Yerg's on there. The Raging Nathans are on there. So I trust that the rest of the album's going to be good. If in five days, seven days, that isn't true, don't don't blame me. <laughs> don't, don't at me, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> blame everybody else. <laughs> Yeah, I dug these two tracks too. I liked them. They were they were fast yeah. punk. You know, they had that hardcore kind of tempo. I enjoyed it. I have high energy punk with introspective lyrics, and that's how their previous stuff was. So that's I expect more, being that those are the two that they released. So we'll see. 
Nice. I, Did you say it's Dead Girlfriend Records? Is that the name of that? that rad one? Girlfriend. Rad Rad Girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, from Dayton, Ohio. Okay, cool. No, I, I'm going to check check out that whole that whole catalog for sure. And I'm still I'm stealing Dead Records, Dead Girlfriend Records. Now. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought you said. Dead starting at <laughs> starting that label right now. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Dead girlfriend would be like a super good hardcore. Label. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> all, I, all I wrote down was Bandcamp only allowed me. <sighs> it's too early to for this. <laughs> <laughs> all I wrote down was Bandcamp only allowed me to listen to two songs, but I did. <laughs> but I did. <laughs> that's a, see. That's the thing about Bandcamp. Like I don't know if like they're fucking up or if I'm fucking up or if it's just the way it is. You know what I mean? I think it's the artist, right? Like the, the artist decides how many songs they're going to release yeah, at a time. Yeah, and that's awesome. Yep. That's that's. I just didn't yeah. know they would put like the whole album up there and then only <laughs> give you a couple. You know what I'm saying? Like I have, I have, like I said, I've had beef with this Bandcamp app forever. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just have, like, I, I'm happy you're allowed to purchase things through the app now, but I, I don't. I still don't think you can buy anything that has like if they have physical media. I don't think you can buy it through the app yet. So I'm hoping. Oh yeah, I've had no problem with that. All right, I'm a fuck up. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I guess I just usually do it on the browser. Sometimes, like even on my phone, it's just um, it's just easier through the browser, you know. Yeah, I mean it. I guess so in a certain sense, but also not. <laughs> uh, I, I actually posted my list and got a message from Trev that was like, "Dude, are you picking albums that aren't even out yet? <laughs> but they will be." <laughs> I couldn't find you. We'll get to that one too. I was like, "Where is this thing?" Oh man, that's awesome. Uh, what was your, what was your uh, what was the next thing we did? So we did what we did, and an, an, an album that was local, a album that was not local, non local, and then what did we do? A like, single, a single, single or single. an EP, and then an X Factor. That's right. And then I then I threw a curveball last night and said we can all do honorable mentions too. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, sweet! All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. What was your what was your single slash EP? The the single I definitely cheated because I picked an EP and it was just something I'd run across the night before. Um, the band is called Radar from New York City. So if you go to look for them on Bandcamp, type Radar NYC. It's three songs with this. I I call it a garage sound like super heavy distorted guitar with a bunch of clean cymbals and then that um i don't want to use the word strained again but that the female vocals that are i i don't have a good word for it intense like they're oh yeah like almost piercing female vocals and i've been really digging that sound so it was either them or another band that I, I guess I'll say for my honorable mention. Um, before before it was a, when you have this, is, I'm going to give you a trick that I do. When I can't find the words to describe something, I'll go, Chris. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah, Chris will have the word. I'm telling you, he will have the word. He is the Henry Miller of this shit. All right, I'm Dude, sorry. I dug I dug this band. I thought they were good too, but um was it just me? It felt like there was like a lo-fi quality to it, right? Like the I don't know if it was how they recorded it or whatever, but there was this kind of lo-fi sound and I dug it. Like it was had that garage rock sound to it. That's why I call it a garage rock cuz it sounds yeah. like they recorded it in my garage. 
Yeah. And I see, I, I dig that. I love when, when music sounds raw, you know what I mean? And not that when super polished albums don't sound good, but man, when it sounds like you're in the room with them while they're creating it, I'm, I'm all for it. I loved it. Punk is, I feel also feel like punk is a genre that just can lend itself really well to that gritty yeah. kind of lo-fi sound. You know, yeah. if you're going to pick a genre, like punk is probably one of the best ones to yeah. just have it be punk kind of raw, trap. raw and fuzzy, you know? <laughs> Um, it doesn't always have to, it doesn't really have to sound clean and polished. It kind of just right. adds to the character of it, you know? Right. <clears throat> no, I agree. Yeah. Everything. I'm, I'm right on board with that. Garage rock at its finest. That was my, that was my one liner for that one. X factor. Then the X factor, which I'm super excited about comes from Orlando, Florida. The band is debt neglector. The album is dirty water. It is not out yet. It releases November 5th, Bandcamp Friday. All proceeds that they make from the sales of the album go to the Flint um crap, the Flint Kids Fund and the Sylvester Broom Empowerment Village to help families that were affected by the contaminants in the water in Flint, Michigan. I don't know if anybody's ever lived in a city where they couldn't drink the water. I did for two days and it's fucking horrible. Wow. So to yeah. imagine that being a systemic issue that they had to deal with. This isn't a faith move because I reached out to the band and they were nice enough to provide me with a SoundCloud link to listen to the whole thing. There are three singles out now that are super good political punk, but the rest of the album is way better than the three singles they have out. Like it's the aggressive politically charged lyrics. It's the crap aggressive politically charged lyrics lead a thundering charge of in your fucking face instrumentation like they sound a lot and i hate comparing bands to other bands but they take a lot of the elements that made my favorite band anti-flag work and they threw them in there you have those screaming harmonies um, just the thundering drums rad bass lines that that don't get hidden under the mix um and those yelling choruses, like that shit that you can't wait to yell from the pit. Like you just want to be a part of it. That's how I felt listening to this album. Anti-Flag is my favorite band. Bad Religion is my second favorite band. And after this album drops, I'm pretty sure Debt Neglector is going to finish out my trinity for the year. Like hmm. at least this year, like they're that good. Um, in the last song, Bad Faith. I just fucking love it. Like, I can't wait for everybody to hear that song. I don't know. I think maybe it's a little too controversial is why they didn't put it as one of the singles, but it's really well produced. It's topical. I I love that song. Nice. That's all I have to say after I'm done rambling. My notes were the quietest band I ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. I, I just couldn't find it, so I didn't get a chance to listen. To yeah. it. I didn't even listen to like the band. I was like, "Wait, where's this band? Let me just hear something else." And I right, couldn't find yeah. it. I, I couldn't, unfortunately, I couldn't, I couldn't find it either. But I'm looking but forward they, to checking the, it out. I I was able to hear it. So the the three singles are the ones that you can hear, right? Those are the only correct because it was it would only yeah because I noticed it would only let the same thing. It would only let you listen to like three of the of the the tracks. But I dig that band. I've heard of that band before because they uh, play fest and I, they play fest a lot. I think. Um, and possibly Pooza Fest too. Um, so I've definitely seen their name um, on those bills a bunch. 
Um, and uh, I hadn't, I, I don't remember if I've actually caught them in person, like when I've been there, but, um, but I did check out these three tracks and, and I liked it a lot. They also, I feel like have a little bit of that lo-fi gritty sound to it. Yeah. Um, and they also reminded me, I don't know, maybe, maybe it was just the psychological effect of the name, but I do feel like they could easily like kind of be a Boston band. They have that, that like aggression, uh, in just in like the feel of the music too, which I was, and I also dug the kind of like, they had some weird, like kind of melody shifts in some of the vocal lines that like almost remind me of like kind of nineties, like grungy stuff, like a little bit, which was was kind of cool. That first track, um, dirty, dirty water has like a, it was like a presidents of the United States kind of like vocal shift in it, which is a very strange reference, a very interesting, like random reference. But like, that's what it reminded me of, <laughs> to be honest. So now I'm realizing why I didn't find them. Cause I looked up, I was looking up debt collectors and not debt neglectors. <laughs> so I'm like, why can't I find this band, man? <laughs> now I see, I, now I see debt neglector. I'm gonna have to check this out. Yeah. The the way you two both described what you've heard from them, I I'm gonna I'm just gonna blind faith buy it next week, um or whenever yeah it's next week right next Friday yeah yeah <clears throat> and uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna buy it and then listen to it after I buy it like and I guess like if you're like me and you have to have everything on vinyl, um they do have a vinyl. If you purchase it that way though, only ten percent of the proceeds go to. The charities. So if you purchase it from their band camp, all the proceeds go to the charities. Yeah, just I'll, I'll probably buy them both. out there. I'll, I'll end up buying both for sure. Jeff, you, you said something I want just want to touch on real quick. The the and maybe and and Michael and Chris, I want you guys to like kind of like let me know, let us know if this is like a similar thing where in the cities you are. Um, Jeff, you said you said it had that that Boston sound, right? Um. That's a huge thing. Like I, yeah, I, I, I hear that in a lot of bands from like I, from the West Coast. I'm like, man, they could just get, they could plug in right here and be and be just like they were from fucking, you know, this, this area. Like, is <laughs> Maybe that, that means we have an inflated sense of like ego about our music here or something? But no, I mean, no, just, I ride hard for our, our music. You're a band that's like just pissed you're like oh like they could easily be from here everybody everybody from here is pissed <laughs> the, the thing is like like i think like in the grand scheme of music right i feel like i feel like our area gets gets cut short a lot you know like they know you know like the big bands and that's it you know what i'm saying so like but to hear those sounds and like you could, yeah no I, I i totally understood what you said Without even hearing this band, but because I've I've felt that from other bands before, um, Chris, Michael, is that something that happens in other cities? Like, if you hear something, can you be like, "Wow, they could"? That sounds like they're from here. I would have to say Buffalo. Not so Buffalo feels like because, and more recently, I've been getting more into the, a lot of the local stuff here. Is it's it's almost a melting pot. You're hearing so many different types of influences. And so it feels like I can hear a, a punk band here and then an alternative band or a pop punk band or, and everyone has a slightly different sound and it doesn't, and I can't hear something else and say, Hey, that sounds like it came from Buffalo. You know what I mean? I know what you mean by Boston though. And that's the thing. There's a, there's this, this quality in, in, I don't know the way the music's delivered, you know, the attitude, maybe yeah. even the tone of yeah. what's coming out of yeah, Boston. Exactly. Yes. Or the area, you know, but Buffalo has got this kind of everything. There's every all kind, 
you know, everyone's got everything as well. But when you're looking at specific styles of music, it feels like everything is influencing the types of punk and rock that's coming out of Buffalo right now. Michael, what about you? Um, yeah, I definitely mentioned it before that whole Rust Belt punk sound. It's, I mean, hardcore was huge out here when I was a kid. Actually, it was huge in Buffalo as well mm-hmm. when I yeah. was a kid. Yeah. So you get a lot of that influence and it just feels like people are mixing that into punk almost instead of going more aggressive, they're trying to calm it back down. I know we're all getting a lot old. of people are going to, yeah, a lot of people are going to think that like calming it down into punk is, you know, not really a thing, but it it is. And, uh, but yeah, I agree with the Boston sound. I mean, I love the Boston sound. I have ties there. So, um, but you guys just did it so well in it i don't want to take anything away from it but it got promoted so well like Mm -hmm. you had some big bands that came out and now everybody's trying to sound like those bands um so you get it all all over the place yeah Hmm. cool 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 yeah i was sincerity to the boston sound too like i don't think that anybody not from there does it as well as the people who are from there yeah I doing got you. that yeah yeah sound. yeah yeah <clears throat> yeah sometimes it's like not even the sound it's like the attitude that comes along with the sound that you yeah, kind of get a vibe for you know yeah for sure but i was gonna say i'm not really familiar with buffalo specifically but i do know that in general there was that sort of new york hardcore sound mm-hmm. that was always very like talked about and sort of noticeable as being different uh, like slightly different from Boston hardcore or like Midwest hardcore or whatever, like that New York, that New York hardcore was the whole thing <laughs> yeah. for a while. So, uh, Michael, I'm going to have you save your honorable mention. We'll, we'll, we'll hit the honorable mentions at the end with everybody. The end. Okay. So, um, who wants to go next? I mean, I'll go if no one else wants to go for go it. Ahead. All right, cool. Cool. We good. We're good. We're ready to go. Let's do it. Let's do it. I have my notes. Last time we did this, I was like, I didn't even have my notes open to my to my bands. I was talking. I was looking at Chris's. All right, so <clears throat> my local band is out of Fitchburg, uh, Massachusetts. They're called Damnation. Um, I saw these guys play a f- like two months ago down at uh, Ralph Steiner in Worcester. They played. The, they played the same night. Michael Kane in the morning afters played, and um, Radio Compass played. And these guys they played like in between them. Phenomenal. I was mad at myself for not knowing that I, I had not knowing them prior to that. Um, the album I picked was the Equinox. Um, you could take this band and I feel like you can plug them into any like era of music and they'll fit in. Does that make sense? Any era of rock and roll and they'll fit in. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So like I, I mean, I just I mean this I mean they've got this like this this whole vibe going man i don't know in the vibe it's just like i was just like every song i could be like oh man that could be like an 80s song or that and then the next one i'm like that could be like a 70s rock so like it, i don't know they just have this vibe about them um i totally dig them i'm going to eventually reach out to them and see if they want to come on the podcast because i just i can't not talk about this man anymore you know I put that uh this album bounces from p- punk to hard rock to pop at times and with 14 tracks, there's a lot to dive into. And chances are there's a tune in there for everyone because they have a variety of sound throughout the entire album. 
but there's still a quality that you could tell it's this band. Like this is this is their tone. This is their sound, right? It's, so they're not too schizophrenic, but it's it's there. Like you said, there's all different things happening in this album. All kinds of music happening in this album. I I thought they were kind of they had like a very straightforward. I described it as kind of like a punk and roll sound, yeah. but like but also just very like just very straightforward and i'm uh, like stoked that you put this because i i honed in on everybody's local like especially um also because i didn't know where everybody was from either but like i i, I bummed that i slept on this band because like i'm definitely stoked that i i heard them they're they're really good and i also know one of the guys who i looked at their album credits um and zach bloomstein who is a recording engineer that i worked with briefly when i used to work for bergston um he was one of the assistants on the album. So I saw that on there and I was like, oh, sweet. I know that guy. <laughs> Franklin, they, Fra- Franklin knows them pretty well too, I think. Yeah, they recorded it at Mad Oak too. And, and that's a great studio and it sounds, it, sonically, it, it, the mix sounds really good. The recording sounds really good too. My notes look like Chris's. I have Skinner, Glam Rock, Butt Rock. But then I put like, I love The Worst of You, that song, The Worst of You. It's just like, unrepentant hard rock with this tiny like graceful piano playing in the mix and it's beautiful like i love that song yeah see i i all right so i you i'm gonna bring michael and chris i'm gonna bring all three of you guys whenever i do anything i'm just gonna bring you guys and be like hey what am i listening to right now like what is this because you know? <laughs> i can't sometimes i just can't fucking say the words like and that and that's been a thing about me for my entire life like I've never been able to express myself and blah blah blah, but sometimes with these, like, but like, I yeah, everything about these guys, I don't know. I just dug, and and I got to see them perform at a show that I I'm pretty sure Jeff was supposed to go to. <laughs> but uh, I am bummed I didn't make it out to see to see because I've never seen Radio Compass and I really really want to see them. Uh, they were awesome. They're awesome, awesome vibe. So, uh, yeah, all right. So that that was definitely um my local pick. I was excited to put them on this, um, on this list for even though the album's from twenty nineteen, um, they're still like playing shows and stuff, so it's not like they're not a thing anymore, you know. My non-local album is the two thousand six album um, "On the Road" by Brutally Frank. Uh, they're out of Joplin, Missouri. Sorry, Joplin, Missouri. Um, I learned about this band through. Um, Katie, who punk um, uh, uh, punk rock poet, her name's Katie. She actually supported the podcast over on the Patreon. One time, the first time I ever went on Instagram story and said, "Give me bands. I knew I want to hear new things." She threw this one at me, and it fucking I was it just hit it hit me. Um, these guys are hard. Like they're like psycho the psycho Billy meets blue collar punk rock is what I wrote, and it has this Midwest like cold winter fucking feel to it. Now we have cold ass winters here too in the mid in the new England area, but like it's a different vibe than this. Like, I don't know. There was just, I had this like being out in the middle of a fucking field, freezing my ass off, being angry at the world kind of vibe from this band. Yeah. I can see that. This is, this was my favorite band that somebody else picked. Um, I made a joke on Instagram a few weeks ago about wanting to start uh, like a a folk core band. This is rockabilly core. Like 
that's all I could think of. I messaged you and was like, is I can't tell if it's hardcore kids that decided they wanted to do rockabilly or rockabilly kids that decided they wanted to do hardcore, but it's fucking awesome. Like this band blew me away. And you're right about this Midwest winters. Like it's so much colder out here since I moved. (laughs) (laughs) There's like a sad desperation in the, in the air. (laughs) It works its way into music. It's (laughs) that misery. Just that misery for sure makes for great great art it's it's terrible but it does i put that i like the tune fast eddie i love the intro it has this very like spaghetti western feel to it you know what i mean and then it starts chugging along and becomes like this like locomotive style rock um and i'm a huge fan of the the vocals that whiskey cigarette pack vocals you know what i mean sounds like he was gargling with razor blades that's exactly I, i loved it i thought this was great too big time Oh, I didn't make it into this one, guys, and now I'm pissed. No. <laughs> I'm like, this sounds so great. Um, oh, it's so, so good, dude. They've got this thing, and, and maybe uh, Michael and I were talking about it. Chris, maybe you can chime in. I don't know if they've got a fucking spoons player or that dude is slapping that bass so goddamn hard it creates a different sound. Um, it's it's. Do you know what I'm talking about with that, Chris? Yeah, yeah, I heard. I hear what I, I know it's what you mean. Sh- I, I heard something. It, it, There's something. It, it, or if the drummer's like turning around and just beating his drums against a fucking like guardrail. I don't know what the fuck that sound is. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's almost amazing. like a combination. It sounds like a combination of the how I don't know how loose he's got his snare tune, right? But then maybe it's picking up on the strumming of the actual pick on the strings. <gasps> you know, sometimes it picks up. You know, and you can hear that. Yeah, yeah they have yeah. the high end mix. mix oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. M- Michael, it's, what, it's, what were your thoughts on I, that? Because you and I talked about it. We couldn't figure <laughs> out if it was like spoons or what. And you brought it up as I was listening to them. And I hadn't quite picked it up yet. And now every fucking song, it, it's <laughs> it's there. And I just imagine like one dude off to the side of the stage with like, you know, not like regular spoons, like the big ass metal spatulas <laughs> and just his hand and all bloody and his leg all bloody from racking those things so hard. Like, that's all I can think. I don't know what it is. Um Brutally yeah, frank, if that, you hear this, bait. reach out. <laughs> we, we need to yeah. know. Yeah, please let us know. I, I know what if Jeff, you can still type. I know what Jeff, break down that mix. I know what Jeff's gonna listen to later. <laughs> he needs to know what this is. <laughs> that's what, dude. That's what I said, man. That's the best part about this. <laughs> like I've got this whole list, even the ones I didn't make it to that uh, that I can dive into now. So, oh, for sure. All <laughs> right. So my single, my single, I picked. Uh, we we've mentioned this gentleman before on the show, Dave Strong. He's out of Maine. Um, he has a new, he, he's also, he, he play he plays with, um, the Hellbound Hitmen. Um, that's the band he's in. So, but he does some solo stuff and, uh, his first two singles that he put out were fucking awesome. And then he, recently he put out the Nightcrawler, uh, via laptop records, uh, band camp, little page they have there. Um, yeah, this is like a, like a, I don't know, like, like just rock and roll, like with emphasis on the role, you know? Um, I think you know what Jeff you had a, you, you when you talked to Mike Kane one time you've talked to him a couple times on your show one time mm-hmm. he had, he was talking about that rock and roll and how like how like it kind roll kind of got taken out of the equation for a lot of bands and it's just rock you know and in and he you know what I'm saying that this yeah. song this song emphasizes that like it's rock and roll and it's got like a yep. rockabilly twist to it yep uh, all my bands kind of have this weird like reoccurring sound in it which was weird. 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Definitely. They definitely did. Um, yeah, yeah. I did, that wasn't by design. That just happened. That just, that was just a natural occurrence. But uh, yeah, no. This this single uh, Nightcrawler definitely go pick it up. Um, I'm I'm can't wait to see more of his stuff. I want to see the Hellbound Hitmen play too. I want to see them live. I think that'd be a great show. Um, but yeah, no. Dave Strong. Uh, the Nightcrawler. You can get it off the Laptop Records um, Bandcamp page. Um, yeah, I lo- I liked it. I dug this tune. I wrote down that this feels like a cool right into the sunset type tune. Like it was just uh, like I could in my head. I'm out west and I'm riding, and the sun's going down in the background in my rear view, and this tune's just playing. You know what I mean? It just sounded. I don't know. I liked it. It had a, it had a it had a vibe. It was it it an atmosphere. It had an atmosphere. This song. I really liked it a lot. I, I liked it too. I, I I had my my one note for this one was uh, have you have you heard Matt Charette, Trev? No. Have you listened to Matt Charette? Oh, no. damn it! Well, he's a he's a local artist here, and my my note was it sounds like if Matt Charette and Diablo Gato had a baby. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's nice. uh, it's it's because because Matt Charette's kind of this like kind of gritty rock and roll, you know, like Americana sounding, you know, local artist and. Um, and that's what it that's what it kind of reminded me of but yeah it also had that kind of rockabilly slash rock and roll um kind of gritty sound to it and uh yeah i dug this a lot i was i was super into this track i'm gonna i'm gonna definitely listen to to this dude and his bands um the hellbound hitman are nothing like yeah. his solo stuff by the way oh they don't they they don't sound like that at all hellbound hitman's like psychobilly like straight up psychobilly uh, okay. They're well, good. I'm they're still, good though. I'm still gonna listen to it. Though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, no, his his he's got three singles out, and like and and, and even though the first ones like they were kind of like more like that beach rock. Like uh, Chris, you and I talked about that one one episode. Like it's got that you know like that like that um almost like surf like surf, a surf, surf yeah, guitar. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then yeah, so but this one yeah, this one was it was it was different than those two, um, but it still has that soul that that rock and roll vibe to it. I, I legit can't say enough about how talented this dude is. Like he was somebody I'd never heard of before meeting you guys. And he, a, he's just the, the nicest dude ever. Oh, Dave's like, the best. Yeah. And we have, yeah, we have some things in common. So every once in a while we'll like message each other on Instagram or whatever. So he sent me a copy of this before he had released it and it blew my socks off because it was so much different then again that surf rock he had done on the first two mm-hmm. i just love i love that there's like 52 seconds of pure instrumental at the beginning mm-hmm. of this song that builds and it just creates an atmosphere for the rest of the song i yeah. actually recorded the halloween episode of my show like three days ago but i knew we were doing this today so i didn't i was gonna put him in it but ah. I didn't. I didn't. I saved it for this because, yeah, I, I'd rather him get the extra money from Bandcamp Friday because I want to hear the rest of his album. Yeah, yeah. I, I want. I I can't wait to see what else he does. Um, you know. And I think he was on. He was on Jeff Palmer's last album too. I think. I think he played guitar on that. I I, I could be wrong. Don't hold me to that. But um, I'm pretty sure I thought he, I thought I saw something about that. When he sent me the single for um, Little Girl the vinyl he included he's on this band too the labor pains mm. i actually don't have a cd player so i had to rip it to listen to it but <laughs> it's really good too yeah like, he, he just does a ton of good work that's awesome all right so my x factor 
<clears throat> my X factor. Um, I usually don't pick band. I, I don't. I don't even know how popular this band really is, but they got a lot of downloads on like um, Spotify and stuff. I love them. I I fell into them while listening to either an old old Edison radio on Spotify or Coffin Salesman radio on Spotify. I don't remember which one I happen to be listening to, but the band is Bridge City Sinners. They played Thursday night. They played in Boston or Cambridge, and I'm pissed off. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I'm pissed off that I couldn't go. My friend was like, hey, do you want to go see this band with me? And she's like, I've, she's like, you probably never heard of them. And she told me who it was, and I was like, ah! You know, like I was angry because like, I'm like, I love them. And she's like, you know them? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I do. Like, oh, I don't know them, but, you know, I know who they are. Um, anyway, Bridge, Bridge City Centers. And the album is Unholy Hymns, and that's the I think that's what they're touring on right now too. So I'm 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 so like <sighs> anyway. It would be a great bill with Coffin Salesman. Oh. It would be a fantastic bill with Coffin Salesman. Oh, hell yeah, hell yeah! And like you throw in like the other side of things, like throw in like a Tiger Man wall with that. And this time of year too. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Actually, they're going on tour with the Drowns out on the west coast and i'm fucking mad about that too because i love the fucking drowns so um yeah th- this album my x factor reasoning for oh michael did we ever ask you why you picked your x factor i uh, i don't know um but i picked it because it's a charity album that goes to good causes and like i said they're my third favorite band right now yeah all right but like fair enough yeah so i the reason why my x factor my reason for picking this x factor was um hollow it's halloweeny but like, and I realized this is gonna be on November first, so or the first, so it's not gonna be a <laughs> Halloween album by then. But it's good anyway. It's got it's, <laughs> I, I, evil swing, dark folk, like whatever you want to, however you want to put this band. Uh, everything's just well put together, and they they sound awesome. Her her voice is phenomenal. Um, even when like she's got like this little like like screaming hardcore thing going on towards the end of the album uh it's still good oh man like these guys like i just want to go out and like do witch shit you know what i'm saying like (laughs) like i want to go you know like it's fucking crazy it's crazy it's it it is the perfect style in, in of music for this time of year um yeah, and I don't know. I just like I said, I heard them a few months ago, and I just I haven't gotten. An, I can't get enough of them. I cannot get enough of them. They have on their Bandcamp. You can get their digital album, and then you can follow the link to their website for the pre-sale for Unholy Hymns. Uh yeah, that is something I already pre-ordered. So, um, I can't wait for that to come in. So I'm new to this. I, I'm late to the game on 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 uh, Bridge City Centers. I'd not heard of them until recently. And then when I started listening, I was like, I dig this because I mean, I like all kinds of music, but um, <clears throat> you're a horror head too. So yeah, but, but also like the, that, that bluegrass folk style that they, they kind of incorporate as well. Um, I put in here that when I was listening to this, I felt it, this is almost like speakeasy music, like, or, or saloon, like you're sitting in a saloon, you know, in the old days and you know, the, they're in the corner playing music and this is what it sounded like. Um, totally dug it i was supposed to go see them in rochester here recently and i didn't i wasn't able to get out there which totally sucks uh because the more i listened to this i was like man i'm really digging this man i love this i love the americana the the instruments the fiddles the banjo i mean i'm, I'm all in i'm all in for this 
I, I wrote my, my my note was spooky folk goodness. Yeah, uh, spooky folk is yeah exactly how I would how I would put it. Um, they just they 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 sounded like I was like oh like they sound like they're from Salem maybe like they, if they were from here they'd be a Salem band and uh and and like yeah that they would I'm bummed that they came through that just the other day and I missed I missed out on that 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 would have been cool to see they I bet you they put on like a fun live show too yeah. um I could just imagine it just being like a fun band to watch live like playing oh, in yeah. a in a in kind of a dark venue like O'Brien's or um you know the I Middle could, East they played the Middle I East Oh, nice, yeah. nice. The middle, yeah. That like, I'm, I'm, I'm. I bet that was an awesome show. I, I would definitely go see them. Now, have you heard of them before? No, this is this was the first time I heard of them. So, thank you. <laughs> this is what this is all about. This is why Yoked. we yeah. do this. You know, let's have an exercise in how many fake subgenres we can come up with for one band. Because. <laughs> <laughs> I am not new Folks. to the Bridge City Sinners. <laughs> I wrote Blood Burlesque. Like, yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> great. Yes, dude. Um, and, and I'm going to use my time to just profess my undying love for Libby Lux. Like <laughs> that voice and seeing her play, seeing her play and sing, play that mandolin. Like I, I have a thing for weird instruments. So if you throw... I guess a mandolin's not that weird. Flog and Molly's been doing it forever. But you throw like a weird instrument in there and I'm all in. I, I love the Bridge City Centers. I was really bummed. I also didn't get to see them when they were on tour with Days and Days. So I, 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 I guess we, going on. we can all agree <laughs> that we all fucked up by not seeing them live. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, yeah. So, <clears throat> all right, that that Sweet. was my list for now, you know. Um I'm glad you guys enjoyed what I what I put out there. So, I, that's one thing. All right, Chris, Sweet, Jeff, Sweet. you guys want to do paper rock scissors or you just want someone just want to get into it? Uh Fuck, I, I want to join in just so I can play, play a game. <laughs> <laughs> Zoom. Zoom. I'll jump in, dude. I'll start. I'll do mine. All right, yeah, go for it. Let's do it. Um all right, my <laughs> local is a band out of Buffalo. I had never heard of until Bandcamp. So I've said it before, you know, that I love the fact that there's this feature on Bandcamp that you can look up cities, even if they don't list them, you can look them up and see, you know, as long as the artist is, is putting that city or, or aroundabouts, you're going to, you're going to find them. So I found this band on there. They're, they're called Mall Walkers. Uh, the name of the album is called Do Something Drastic. Now, on, on Bandcamp, you can scroll and get a picture of the, the, the artists. So a lot of times I, do that i'll take a look to see what does the artist look like what does the band look like and holy crap there's like nine people in this band wow um my notes when i'm listening to this album was that we have male female vocals that complement each other well this is very new wave punk rock there's tinges of blues and soul in it um for me it's just it's just 16 tracks of just really good music sometimes it's quirky but it's always high energy and it's the kind of music that'll get you moving um you know, like I love, I love rock. I love punk rock. I love, I mean, I do. And I gravitate to that a lot, but I also like to kind of mix it up and see what else can we, what, what else is out there. Right. So for me, this was just different enough where there was, you know, like I said, there's new wave to this. And, and if you're a fan or not, it just, it, it works here for me, at least for me, it works. I mean, I really dug this album a lot and I think people should check them out and I'm definitely looking for them when they're, when they're out here live. If the B-52s were a garage rock band, <laughs> it would be nice. this band. Like, yeah. This is like 70s gr- groovy rock. Like I, I was I was into it. I'm not going to lie. I was into it. 
Yeah. I loved like the gritty. <laughs> nice. <laughs> what does that say? I can't even see it. It's the B-52s. B-52s. Yeah. <laughs> We're playing Jeopardy. I loved the uh, I loved the gritty like the gritty vocal sound and the horns. I wrote horns oh, yeah, with like horns. big exclamation points on my notes. Um, like uh, there were some similarities to the band that I chose for my X Factor, and I was like I was like digging that. And then I was really digging the horns and the 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 mix of of sounds on this record. Like they're really cool. It, I I absolutely love this record. I've been really getting into those the sounds that were popular before i was like old enough to appreciate music and this is this to me sounds like that like i said the b52s meet indie rock like and just a fresh take on that older sound that makes it new for us well me anyways yeah oh uh, we talked about this I before to a lot of shitty music growing up though <laughs> we talked about this before it seems that there's a lot of um of the older styles and sounds of music that's kind of finding its way back into more mainstream stuff which is cool because one of the things i said before was like there's no rules like who said in the 80s synth had to stop or who said you know grunge had to stop mid 90s or whatever it is like if 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 it sounds good or if you can do it well or or put a fresh take on it why not why not you know yeah. um yeah so that was my buffalo band mall walkers next we're moving to non-local we're going to la the band is called broken baby the album is late stage optimism again i wanted to kind of do something slightly different not to you know we're not happy it's not hardcore it's not skate punk um they they bill themselves as disco glam post-punk and I couldn't say it better. That's what this sounds like. This sounds like eighties pop rock. Um, it's, you know, there's tinges of the blues blues in there. There's a little bit of punk. It's a duo Amber uh, Bollinger and Alex Dazen are the artists that are broken baby. Um, this for me was, is, is one of these kind of like, it's got great energy. It's a lot of times when I listen to music, I think to myself, you know, is this something I can listen to in the car? Cause I love just when I'm driving and having just good music on in the car, you know what I mean? And this is something I feel like I could throw on in the car and just on the interstate, turn it up and have a good time. You know, I got like, yeah, I, I definitely got that pop vibe from it. I wrote bubblegum pop. That was my, that was my note <laughs> to it. Um, yeah, that's what I got for you. I had like fast, kind of sassy punk kind of vibes with like the the lyrics and the vocals and stuff like that like uh i like that sassy like similar to like yeah like the runaways or something like that kind of yeah. kind of vibes in there i dug it yeah at party music like this is just music that is fun to listen to and will get you hyped to do i it reminded me a bit of like andrew wk's style mm-hmm. you know what i mean just like it's not too serious. It's just right. fun music to turn on and have a good time. Fuck some shit up. I should have asked how many times I'm allowed to swear on a podcast. <laughs> you, you, you Billions. Cuss as much as you want. You know, there's, there's something to say about part, party music, too, where you said party music. Because, like, if you go to a party, like, the music, even if you go out to a club, the, the DJ, like, the music is what the vibe is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you want something like this at a party. Like, you don't want to all be sitting around like listening to like angry music and shit at a party because then something's going to happen. You know, it changes the vibe. You know, yeah. it's like a DJ who closes out with like, move, bitch, get out the way. Like, what are you doing? Like, you gonna you want you want a fight happening? Because, you know what I mean? You don't close yeah. the night out with that. You, you wind it down. This is a perfect vibe album. Yeah. You know? 
somebody just got himself uninvited to my party. (laughs) 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 All right. Let's see the single I chose. Now uh, the band is called La Luz and they're from Seattle. The song is called in the country. I, again, this was something I was just kind of scrolling around looking for some, some new stuff to listen to. And, you know, I do what I do on Bandcamp when I'm just looking at stuff. Obviously, the main thing that grabs you aside from the genre you're looking for, right, will be the artwork or, or what the, you know, the album art is. So this was just one where I was just, let me see what this is. Oh, it's a single. Let me check it out. Um, and I dug it, man. There was this, I, I wrote, again, I wrote Spaghetti Western. And I don't know why I'm writing that so much this time around, but it was, it's the Spaghetti Western slash surf effects on the guitar the the vocals were kind of ethereal it's three ladies in this band so it's just it, it they just the harmonization was so nice and this track is chill like this is more kind of relaxed chill you know have a a nice afternoon sitting on the couch with the cat on your lap kind of music you know what i mean yeah i, I didn't i didn't have any notes sorry oh. <laughs> Trust I didn't, like, yes, I, not mine i didn't have a note for this one either but i i love the idea of um, playing kind of a, a little bit of like a Russian roulette game with a, like album artwork. So like, just if you pick a whole bunch of records, like find the one that the album artwork stands out the most to you on and just like give it a listen. That's actually kind of like a really cool exercise. I feel yeah, like because yeah. I dig, I dig really cool album artwork. I've said this on my podcast a few times about my favorite is photography. I love like when people do cool shit with photography on their records, because growing up all the bands that I liked and listened to their jackets and their liner notes and stuff like that just always tended to have photos. Um, and so that was just kind of a thing I connected to. And I love the idea of being like, you know, uh, just kind of vibing with the artwork that they chose to represent the album. Um, so I think that would be actually kind of a cool thing to try. It's just like, try out some different bands based on like what, who has like cool album art and see if you like it. <laughs> oh yeah. You'd be surprised, right? You get, you come across some gems sometimes your next favorite artist. We might have to do that for the next one. That's a good idea. Right? That yeah. could be fun, right? Yeah. yeah. We'll throw in a Bandcamp roulette. Man. Yeah. Bandcamp roulette. That's actually the reason I like vinyl so much, like so much better than even CDs. Cause you get that 12 inches of image that you can hold in your hand i don't know i just haven't ever really been able to get into digital i mean i do a little bit but like i love having something i can hold in my hands and just you can hang it up too and like listening to the music yeah it doubles as a be fancy and buy frames <laughs> you i just made those but like you can hang like oh. it's like i i think it's it's cool like an a, a record like almost double it can double as a literally a poster or like a pic a picture a painting anything it's have, like a a, f- art I in and a, of itself yeah i have a few like that too yeah you know and then michael he what, <laughs> have you ever jeff i don't know if you've checked out michael's page but he's got his, his youtube channel but he's got a video about how he like sleeves all of his vinyls and stuff and it's intense intense. yeah i'm a fucking psychopath i I started boils down to i started doing that i started buying the sleeves to keep them all protected he does (laughs) i'm learning i'm learning very slowly he has one for like the record itself one for the the sheet one for one for the whole like the the, you know the 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 holder oh man he goes nice yeah i went out and bought all the shit i haven't had the time to do it they're all in boxes still (laughs) everything oh it's it dude it takes forever that's why i I have a pile of records behind me that haven't been done yet because I have to clean them first and then everything gets sleeved and then they all get put into a sleep. Yeah. Do you have one of those really fancy um, washing, like washer machine, like record cleaner machines? 
I, I don't because again, I'm a psychopath and like, I don't trust a machine to do it. I have to do it by hand. Like, and I realize like they probably get it way cleaner than I ever could, but yeah, it's just something I have to touch it. You feel more myself. in control, right? Exactly. There's a med um, there's like a meditative kind of uh, vibe to like doing those types of things. I feel yes. like too, like just going through the process. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's all part of the experience for me. There um, you go. Therapeutic. Back to yeah. Chris's pick. So, <laughs> my, sorry. My note simply says check imaging because I have like nice headphones and stuff, but I wanted to bring it out here. I don't, if you've ever heard like on a good sound system, songs that are mixed really well, you don't just hear it from the left and the right. They wrap around you. Mm -hmm. And this song was doing that just in like my earbuds. So I wanted to see what it sounded like out here. I don't, I don't know. A good chocolate trip trip by Tool. If, yeah, if you've yeah. ever heard it on like a really nice sound system, it, it wraps around you 360 degrees. It's immersive. And I feel like that's what this would sound if I wasn't so lazy and it wasn't so cold out here. And I'd have come out last night when I wrote this note to do it. But so I'm going to have to do that later today. But it was just a rad sound. I really dug it. It would be like nice, chill music if you're trying to relax. Yeah. All right, let's go for my X Factor. This comes out of Toronto. The band is called Call It Out, and the album is Anywhere But Here. Now, this is straight up hard pop punk. I mean, this comes at you. Female vocalist, uh, melodic. Um, it feels like there's a song on here that I wrote towards the end. It's called Here I Stand. Feels almost like 90s pop. So at first, this, this band comes across very much with that punk, that rock, that pop sound. And then it, there, there are times where you can feel more pop than not you know what i mean um i felt when i was listening to this lad this one song i just thought to myself and i'm dating myself here now man but this almost feels like this could have been playing at lilith fair back in the day like i could hear that in this but it, for me i just thought this band was overall as a band uh musically you know the talent was there you could hear the music the, the, the playing's great the musicianship's there um, the female's vocalist was great too. And I, and I don't, I've been just getting more and more into the female fronted bands lately. You know, it just feels like it's a, it's a, a slight change to some of that harder stuff we're used to listening to all the time, but they bring it too. They'll bring some of that, that passion, that, that, you know, just that oomph, you know what I mean? And, and I dig it and I love it. Um, but call it out when I just, when I started listening to them, I was like, I, I'm liking this, you know, and the more I listened to it, the more I liked it. It's one of those kinds of bands and, and albums where, you know, it, it, it caught me at first, but the more I kept listening, I'm like, I really like this. Like I could listen to this more and more, you know, uh, complete versatility with this band. I love it. Everything about that. Um, they definitely have a great sound. Um, but that was my biggest takeaway was like the, the, the versatility in, in their music that made me really enjoy it. Yeah. I had just like, um, kind of, kind of fun, like shiny pop, uh, yeah. it just, it reminded me of kind of like metric shiny toy guns, like some of those like kind of, uh, commercially successful, like, yeah. uh, sort of pop bands that had a little bit of a punk tinge to them, but have like that kind of, that kind of shiny commercial, uh, yeah. pop, pop punk sound, you know, the, the opposite of the lo-fi we were talking about earlier. This is, this is what we were talking about when we said it's not lo-fi, right? Like this is yeah. the highly produced you can tell this is shiny yes yeah yeah 
but still it was good. I enjoyed it. The more I, and that, I think that's what, for me, it's an X factor because typically it's not something I just be like, Oh, wow. You know, this is what I'm going out or I'm buying this. But the more I kept listening, I'm like, there's things to this. There's different parts to each of these songs that this song, I like this or this song. Oh, look the way this stands out. You know what I mean? Right on. I wrote, um, unrepentant female fronted pop punk. And then I have a little note that says Avril. Am I the only one that drew that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I get like, that. That's I, a good I callback. That. Yeah. And, and I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Like Avril was a super talented artist and still is. So yeah, they're on a good track. I think. Nice. Dude. Michael, there you go. I thought that and was al- a- and also and also Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> and Canadian. Michael, I thought there was a raccoon in your garage. There's the cat. There's the cat. <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> oh, man, sorry. That's my three legged cat named Tripod who jumps on everything. <laughs> he was digging that anti flag album. All right, Jeff, you're up, man. He wants to give. He wanted to give his review of uh, <laughs> yeah. of that record. Um, all right, cool. Yeah. Um, so my local, I did uh, the band. In the meantime, um, I have known a couple of the dudes in that band for a long time, and they're great, great people. Dan Levy is like one of the nicest human beings. Um, I had the pleasure of of hanging out with. He's just such a great guy. Um, I've uh, I've gone up to hung out with him at festivals like um been on the he drove uh on a tour uh for the weekend they like loaned oc45 their van um on a tour i did with them uh, a, a while back and he like basically drove for us all weekend like he's he's a cool guy but i love that band um and also that release that was a pandemic release and i totally like slept on it uh, embarrassingly i just didn't um didn't didn't listen to it uh and and get into it and it's really good i love uh i love the sound on that record it's just like really feel good kind of pop punk um melodic but i'd say me even maybe more like melodic punk than pop punk just sort of like straight up um punk and i think um you know obviously like one of the big tracks that stands out on that record is um you're the worst which is a track that they did i think that's jenny cotterell from bad cop bad cop singing with him on that track um it's a duet that they did and it's like you know three four time kind of um like melodic punk anthem sort of Mm-hmm. lovers quarrel kind of uh not even quarrel but like just like it's just like a punk love song but um i yeah i just I, I love that band they um they just have a great sound i think it's just um it's a sound you just listen to them you feel good it just has like positive vibes they've um danced well, one of the most like positive people like to be around and it just infiltrates into the music i think like really well nice i i put tight I loved it. It was tight. Like each of these songs is boom, tight punches you it's in there. And I also wrote, I could see myself skating to this back in the day. This was, this was the kind of music we put on when we were skating back in the day. Yeah. I've heard of this band. I never really, like I never sat down to listen to them. I'm really happy you put this on your list. Cause I think one, they're, they're a great representation of what the Boston punk scene is out here. Um, you know, and I, and I think, everything about it like I, I i just couldn't get enough of it i just could not get enough of this one um i'm gonna you know i we had, we talked about it a little bit you know prior we cheated and talked a little bit about 
<laughs> but, yeah, uh, <laughs> but no, you should I, have him. You should definitely think about having him on the yeah, show because I think, um, I think he's, I he's a great might, dude. Yeah, to talk no, to. I, I just, I mean, it, it took, it definitely took me by surprise. Like I said, it, it was a band like you hear about a lot of bands that are local. You know what I mean? And like, and I was like, yeah, I've definitely they're on my list, and it, it, I have a list of bands that are like that I want to listen to. Like I even have albums that I ha- I haven't even listened to yet that I that I've had you know what I'm saying for a while and 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 they were on the list of bands so, um thank you for putting them on here you know, yeah you're welcome, <laughs> um yeah so uh, Mike did you have it's, yeah I totally wrote Fat Rex Skate Punk yeah and that the vocals were fire on you you're the worst like that song the interplay of the vocals on that song was really good. And the standout moment on that album for me was the song work where it just slows down into this acoustic track and then play comes at you like just in your face. Like you're not ready for the energy in play after listening to work. So I like listening to them in order. It's almost like people go at records with a plan. Mm. Yeah. They're also, they're, uh, they're just, they're pro like they're pro as fuck. They're like just a, a great, Great band, um, yeah. Um, my uh, my uh, non-local, I chose uh, these roving years. That record, that's right there. Um, my buddy April uh, is is in that band, and I don't know a ton about them, but um, I had April on my show, and she's um, really involved with. Um, punk rock saves lives this organization that um they go and they do a booth um at lots of different shows and festivals and events and stuff like that and they uh work a lot with like mental health awareness um and mental health resources and stuff like that and they uh from what i understand like some of the members of different bands that are all involved with punk rock saves lives like kind of formed this band um and it's just like great kind of um I would say it's kind of like chuggy, like rolling, like punk rock, like it kind of like roots punk, just sort of like like um, a lot of like sing along gang vocal chorus parts and stuff like that. Um, and just fun, just kind of like fun, energetic um, punk. And it's got that PMA vibe in the lyrics, too. If you listen to a lot of the lyrics, it's very uh, it, it's very kind of like positive affirming vibes with, uh, with what they're, they're singing about. So, um, and I like, like the kind of the heavy gravelly vocals and stuff like that too. Yeah. That's what I had. I had on mine. It was positive, you know, positive punk and, um, and that's that all, I mean, you know, you know, yeah, it definitely has that more positive vibe than, and, and, uh, I love, I love the vocals on it as well. Yeah. I actually, I- whoop, go ahead, Chris. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I was just going to say, I put the hard edge vocals, love, fast punk rock. This is definitely driving music. I have. Um, I should watch what I say because I'm actually volunteering at a show with Rob later this month. So <laughs> um, I do volunteer work with Punk Rock Saves Lives when I can, and I am in their recovery group. So and Rob is like the chairman of that or co-chair of that with his wife, Tina. Um, great organization, but yeah, just a super positive album that has that. Sh- I call it street punk. I mean, mm-hmm. it has that like street punk chuggy sound with a message that you don't normally get from that sound. So I found it. Yeah, I, I enjoy this album a lot. Yeah, yeah, great vibes all around for sure. 
Um, so yeah, so then my uh, my single I did I did Hey Nora by uh, Jukebox Romantics. They're just they're also homies um, for a long time, and and uh, and I think they're super talented, uh, just tight and pro, and just like really fun pop punk like classic pop punk kind of even like i'll go so far as to say like kind of emo-ish vibes on some of the stuff they do but um but like just kind of of a call for me it's like a callback is a little bit like nostalgic almost listening to them and just like it just kind of reminds me of listening to bands in high school and stuff like that and just like really fun pop punk vibes on all their stuff their latest full-length album uh, that they put out a couple of years ago, Sleepwalk Me Home is f- fucking so fantastic. It's such a great record, like top to bottom. It's so much fun to listen to. Um, it sounds great, and this new stuff that they're doing, I'm I'm just I can't wait to hear more of it. It just sounds really fun and really like energetic and um, and again positive, just like with the positive vibes and stuff. Um, they're being they're being real goofy with their music videos that they've been doing for the songs and kind of like recreating old like eighties movies and old uh, music videos that, and I love music videos. That's a whole other thing for me. Like that is a, an art form that is like really particular and very much not been popular the past like decade or so. And, and, and like it's something that I remember from high school and from growing up and being a kid, like I felt like part of the reason I fell in love with music was music video. So I will always have a soft spot spot in my heart for bands that do cool music videos. Um, That's like a whole thing for me. And, uh, and so I love the shit that they're doing with these music videos and stuff like that. It's great. Um, yeah, th- th- this is the second time that that single's been on this this uh, Bandcamp Friday thing. So, um, that that means you all have to go buy it, right? It's a good <laughs> tune, man. It's a good tune. It's a great and it's tune. catchy, catchy as hell, man. Like that that yeah. chorus is just so catchy. It's really good. Loved yeah, it. What what I like about them, and I you know I've said it before, like they 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 do something different. Like they do something different with their music, and it, and it sets it aside from other bands like that are similar not similar in like the sense they sound you know what i'm saying like like they come from that uh chris how did we describe it that time it was like like they're like <sighs> alkaline trio sort of uh, style i could see yeah i could see that for but, sure but, but it's, these, it's there's an, another element that they add to it that makes it sound like to me stands out than those bands because like it, there's there's bands out there that i know how good they are but I just don't have room for them in my in my in my vault, and and yeah, and these guys made room in my vault. You know what I'm saying? Does, yeah, the, it's for me. It, it it's it's yeah. It's like what Jeff was saying. It it kind of brings you back to high school. It brings you back to those day, it, like you know, Blink 182 got big, and it became this kind of like oh, it's Blink 182, right? But like when they were first starting out, these were some hungry kids that played fun, like pop punk music skate music that it was about having fun and enjoying you know the youth and the jukebox romantics bring that back like they have that that energy and it just kind of brings back that old style high school punk days where you're just like you know life's eternal there's nothing there's nothing that's ever wrong in the world put on the jukebox romantics you know what i mean that's what it that's what it's like Mm. or everything's wrong with the world put on the jukebox romantics yeah yeah (laughs) there you go there you go like big bouncing souls, alkaline trio. There like you go. All, yeah. Like big, big influences from all those bands. Yeah. I've been, I've been loving this band. Um, actually, I just saw when I was going through my notes last night, they dropped a new single last night. 
or yesterday and it's really good as well i can't wait for the album to come out yeah i don't have anything to add though they're just fuck they're awesome <laughs> what did he say trev uh, when he was on the show uh they're they're kind of doing like the one single a month yeah or i think every so. few yeah, weeks yeah, or something y- like y- y- for a while yeah, yeah yep yep i i which is a, a cool way to release a record dave haas has been doing that with the new one that he's putting out yeah. uh i think he's been releasing just like a new single every few weeks or whatever yeah what about your uh, your X Factor, bud? So then my X Factor was um, this band Dead Broke uh, from uh, – they are from Canada, from Toronto. Um, and I have – I discovered them – they're in another band that I discovered at Fests, uh, either at Fest down in Florida or at Pooza Fest. I, I, I think it was actually at Fest the first time I, I saw them. But they're that one band – that every time fest comes around, they, they play those festivals a lot. And every time I'm at fest or I'm at Pooza, um, like not, not, none of my other friends like are into them, and, but I'll just go by myself and go off to like whatever show that they're playing and just check them out. Cause they just put on a, a super great live show. They're just like really animated on stage, like really in your face, like really, really fun. Um, and it's just like a nice, for me, it's kind of like it's punk, but it's like a refreshing, different it's got that again that gritty a little bit more lo-fi like we were talking mm-hmm. about before um i i uh, i had wrote in my notes um that there were uh, like some similarities to um one of the other ones we did which one was it it was uh it was mall Ma- walkers um yeah they like some similarities there um just having that kind of like that gritty a little bit like the overdriven vocals um, and some more like indie rock kind of vibes in there. Um, And so they're just like a super fun band to see. Um, I haven't heard anything from them. So they put out this, it's an EP Druids that they put out um, in 2020 and I'm, I hope there's more coming soon. Um, I, I haven't heard anything like more from them recently, but I, as far as I know, like they're still a band and um I'm hoping that they keep putting out more music because they're they're great. Isn't that the worst? You find a band and you're like, man, they're amazing. Oh, they broke up. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> like you're, you're late to the party. You know what you're I mean? Like, oh, they put this out in 2014. Damn it. Yeah. Like they're yeah. probably not around anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I put on here. I loved it. This was different than the other picks that you had. Um, the new, I could I could feel that new wave indie punk thing in there. Like there was this kind of new wave sound with it. This also kind of reminds me of a band. Have you guys ever heard of the band? I know I told you this, Trev Lily. They're spelled L I I L Y. Yeah, you told. I don't think I ever did. You unless you sent it to me, I probably didn't listen to it yet. No, I don't know if I sent it to you, but um, I I saw them open for a band. They they were here opening, and they just blew me away. Blew me away how good they were. And this is kind of what they remind me of. They kind of sound like this. Um, and so yeah, I'm I'm totally down for Dead Broke. I'm going to be looking into this band as well. Hopefully, looking into for new new music uh, coming up. I'm going to check out Lily too. I just wrote yeah, down, I wrote down badass. Check out more. That's what I have in my <laughs> notes. So I must've been driving when I was listening to that one. <laughs> my notes are three exclamation marks. Yeah. Just real big. So apparently I liked it, but I think I listened to this like a few weeks ago or a week ago and I can't recall it. Yeah, I need to listen to it again because I have three exclamation points, which seems like it's good, or I really didn't like it. I don't know. Who knows? 
I need a conversion chart for my symbols. <laughs> <laughs> One exclamation point equals liked it. Two exclamation points equals. <laughs> all right, man. We just we just got through everyone's list. All right, and then last night, um, something happened. I got an email notification that an album just dropped on Bandcamp. And I immediately went and bought it because I am crazy like that. And uh, um, I'm super happy that I did. And then I was like, after listening, it was an EP. And after listening to it the first time around, um, I listened to it a second time. I was on a long drive from uh, like New Britain, Connecticut back back here. But uh, I, I, I said, after the second time, I sent a message to you guys and I said, we're gonna do an honorable mention. So if you have an album that you know just it didn't make the list for whatever reason, you can bring it in now. And I'm gonna do mine first. Uh, Danny Carney, Chainsaw Symphony, Raw Safety. This is a reissue. I guess this was a 2007 album, and he just kind of reissued it onto Bandcamp um, last night. And let's face it: if Danny Carney put out an album with a kazoo, a play school guitar. And a fart machine, I'd listen to it. Like he, uh, like I, everything I've heard from him from back with Roll the Tanks to now, like he's he's embedded himself into my brain. Like he can do no wrong. Um, this album was awesome, hands down, and I, I recommend everyone to go listen to it. Listen to all of his stuff. Listen to Roll the Tanks. If you've never heard of them, you know. Um, yeah, that's my honorable mention. Nice. Nice. I came across this artist just recently. I, uh, one of my scroll and discovers, right? It's an artist out of Wisconsin. His name is Buffalo Nichols, N-I-C-H-O-L-S, Buffalo Nichols. If you're a fan of old Delta blues, like the old school Delta blues, um, like 1930s, you're going to like this. The, this dude is bringing that style of playing back Um and his voice is just something else, man. It's it's just a, a chill, really cool blues style. And when I say blues, I'm talking about the old blues, not not like you know, not the updated kind of like rock and rock and blues. This is this is old Delta blues right here. Um, I loved it. He he just put the album out. Came out October fifteenth. It's eight songs. You can get it on vinyl. You can get it on CD. You can get it on cassette. Um, yeah. I just, I don't know. I can't even speak enough. I've been listening to it nonstop for the past couple of days. It's just one of these, like, cause I'm a huge fan of blues. I love the old blues Me stuff, too. you know? And man, I'm telling you, if you love it, this is going to be your jam. This will be your shit. Also, I forgot to mention the name of the, the EP. I pulled, I pulled a Chris. So I, <laughs> I was so excited about it. It's called raw safety. It's called raw safety. So Danny Carney chainsaw symphony raw safety is the EP that dropped yesterday. Nice. Uh, I wasn't prepared for, this one so i'm just gonna push the same band i've been pushing for the past month dog party they are hey. on asia man records if you caught an anti-flag tour on the first leg, caught an anti-flag show on the first leg of the tour they are playing with them and it is again that lo-fi garage super distorted sound it's just two girls and you would not believe the amount of sound these tiny humans can put out. Like I saw them play live. I bought their one album and then like the next day picked up the rest of their catalog. Hmm. Well, that I could, um, the latest albums called hit and run super good. Um, and if you get a chance, if you're out West, I think they're pretty much regional when they're not on 
a supporting tour. They are from California. So yeah, dog party. Yeah, I got on them after hearing your uh, your promotion of them. I was like, I got to listen to this. Loved them. Loved them. Dude, I've been digging. I've been digging. I've just been digging that sound lately. I don't know if it's fall. I, I just want to go back to the 70s or something. I don't know. Nice. Not go now, back. I guess go. I've never <laughs> been there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I was, I was indecisive enough about... So my honorable mention was going to be... I was super indecisive about who I wanted to pick for my local pick. Yeah. And um, so my, my honorable mention was going to be another local band. And now that you just, but now that you just mentioned that band, it reminded me of another band. That I really, <laughs> so I'm going to cheat and sneak in two you honorable do, mentions. Do what you gotta my do. first honorable mention was, um, was going to be the band. Oh, the humanity also kind of homies of mine that I had on the show and uh, another fantastic local Boston band with a totally different sound. They have like um, much more of uh, a hardcore, like a heavy kind of like screamo hardcore kind of sound with like um, these like real crazy, like, uh, guitar, guitar solos and guitar licks that Chris does in there that like, um, it just, I don't even know. They like almost remind me more of like a metal band, um, type of, type of guitar solos and stuff like that. And it's just got this like heavy kind of screamo sound. Um, I mean, it's punk, but it's, it's like crosses that punk hardcore line, um, really well. And I've always just, they're just, they're also just like super, super nice guys. Also pro as fuck all of their records that they put out, um, sound amazing. They, they put a lot of time and effort into like recording them really well. Um, and, uh, and they also have that slight nostalgic sound for me. Like that reminds me of like being younger and listening to bands in high school that I liked and stuff like that, that always like kind of, kind of, you know, uh, was enjoyable for me to listen to. And, but you were just mentioning this Ben Rodog who I really want to check out. Um, and when you said the amount of sound that can come out of tiny humans, it reminds me of the band Molly rhythm. And so Molly rhythm is going to be my other honorable mention. They are a fantastic band from the Trenton, uh, slash Philly area, uh, that has just this really cool sound. Um, it's kind of, kind of like, they've got this like doomy metal twinge to, but also like a folk punk kind of sound. And they've, um, they've always just been a fantastic band to see. I've, um, I've seen them at a couple of festivals again and, uh, on the road and stuff like that. Um, and so they're my second honorable mention. I'm, I had to, I had to, to drop them in after you mentioned that other band. Cause that's just all it made me think of was Molly rhythm. So nice. yeah, Molly rhythm and Oh, the humanity. Awesome. <laughs> all the, all the, all the humanity is really good too. Yeah. Yeah. I have got, I've got something of theirs on vinyl. Um, I'm he just put out a new, put out a new record a few, a few months back. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, well, I don't, I, this, I, guys, this was like a success, right? Was this fun? Yeah. yeah. Was this fucking nerve wracking? Because I, <laughs> like, which was it? I had fun, man. I, I always love talking fun. music. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. We should, we should maybe we should keep doing it like this. So I don't know. We'll find out. We'll figure it out. Um, it was. I just now realized. Oh, sorry. No, no. I just now realized that those those are not pictures around Chris. Those are pop vinyls. You have the oh, largest collection of pops that I've ever seen in my life. Oh yeah, I asked him it's if ridiculous. he was a distributor because he goes to like 
events and stuff. Holy shit. <laughs> I said I, I said when you first came on, it looks like a comic book store that we have here in, yeah, uh, in Somerville yeah. that I was in the other day. It's, yeah. it's, it's great. So this is an upstairs bedroom that the entire room used to have all this stuff on the walls. And then we turned it into a bedroom because and then uh, all the stuff came off the walls. And now it's just in this little closet. And I took the doors off the closet so I can just set up here and do my videos when I do YouTube here. So, so when you have yeah. guests over, a, a thousand dolls are staring at them. <laughs> well, not not anymore, but yeah, yeah, it could have been, could have been. That's a great idea for a for a setup for a background. It's fantastic. Yeah, I yeah, gotta work on. I, I gotta work on mine. My my background's weak. <laughs> I do. I do too. Yeah. I <laughs> like yours, dude. Yours is professional. Mine's just my fucking living room. I was gonna say, you know, whatever. Next, no, no, next, you, next time it will look a little different now that we're gonna be doing these. So um <laughs> plug your guys' stuff. What's coming up next? What do you have going on? Oh, by the way, go to Bandcamp, search Jeff Bousquet, and pick up World on Fire while you're at it. <laughs> there you go. Which I think we mentioned that in the first episode of this, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Great. Oh, well, thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> Seriously. So what's going on? You guys have anything coming up? Anybody? Next episode? We want to promote an episode you got going on right now? I'm I'm not I'm trying to bring the podcast back as soon as I can. Um, there's a few things I just got to hammer out, um, and I also realized that the last season I was doing was, you know, in the midst of kind of still pandemic, uh, pandemic pause. So now that I'm back to work and stuff like that, it's just a lot harder <laughs> to get back to uh, to doing it. But it's coming soon, hopefully. <laughs> this will be your this will be like your bonus leading in, right? You're gonna post this. Sure. Yeah, definitely. This go. was a lot of fun. <laughs> and an excuse to talk on a microphone again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just talk for hours. So, Michael, you want to tease anything coming up on the Punkus Folk channel? No, I don't go into things with a plan. Um, <laughs> Neither do I, bud. That's why we're doing I have, a, <laughs> I have a YouTube channel, uh, Punkus Folk. I post videos generally about music or audio gear once a week when I feel like it. So don't hold me to it. Um, sometimes more than that, if if I get something ratting. But yeah, punk is folk. Or check me out on Instagram. Um, yeah, that's it. Awesome. I do have some exciting records coming up, though. Yeah. Awesome. Sweet, sweet. Mr. Chavez? Oh, man. Uh, you can find me on my million other podcasts. Uh, I do a bunch of them, and I'm not going to go into all of them. If you want to check it out, you want to check out any other shows on the network, uh, the website is bicbp-radio.com. Uh, there's a ton of talented folks putting out shows, uh, you know, good content out there. So go check it out. Uh, my other show that I do, Bandcamp, that one time at Bandcamp, new episode will be coming on Monday. Um, and hopefully we keep it on the Monday track. Uh, you know, like Jeff's saying, man, life gets crazy, work gets in the way. And so sometimes, you know, you have the intention to have it out there. And it's like, oh, man, Monday came and went. I better put it out now. So no new episode coming Monday. That one time at Bandcamp. How do we um? Nice. How, how do we usually end these? I forgot. We just say peace out. Wait, <laughs> I don't know, man. Wait, we just, just like can, you know. Are are we plugging um the Get Punk? Can can I do your your spot for Get Punk? Because <laughs> I've been practicing this shit. <laughs> yeah, you want to do my Get Punk spot, man? Go ahead. All right. Yeah, let's let's hear. It. Hey guys, this is Trev <laughs> from the Struggling Artist Podcast. Oh. I just want to tell you about this sweet site, getpunk.com. He carries all the sweetest punk vinyls, and I think everybody here has ordered from him. And if you use the code STRUGGLE at checkout, you get 10% off. So go get yourself some vinyls. 
I, I don't know. That I was a pretty, that was a pretty that's awesome. That was a pretty good impression. My I had a I had a I had a my friend from um from years ago. She actually came up that recently and she did an impression of me and I said I don't sound like Marge Simpson and she's like you're right. You sound like you sound like Selma. And I was so fucking distraught over that. But you, Michael, you just did a great impression of me and I I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So I just like throwing the uh, vinyls in there. Gosh. <laughs> Trev, I was going to record my bumper for you after this. Uh, yeah. Because I have Yeah, and you asked me for that. So can we all do Can we all do bumpers and then also get punk.com spots? <laughs> you want, if you want to do Just it. Just have guess what? <laughs> but, we all have, but we all have to do our best impression of yeah. you when yeah. we record. <laughs> That's oh, what I'm going to do. Thank you, man. Yeah, I'm hey, going to do that. It's going to be great. You guys, if you guys want to do this again, man, we'll, you know, we, we'll talk... Uh, I'm gonna yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say goodbye right now. We're gonna keep talking for a second. Yeah. So, um, that was it for Bandcamp Friday, November first, or November first week of November, or whatever it is. Um, if Bandcamp gives up what they're doing, we're gonna keep this. I think we're gonna keep this going. And yeah. We'll see where it, we'll see where it lands. Maybe we can get like like 50 people in here all recommending shit. <laughs> Jesus, we'll it's just, a whole day. We'll just the have entire. To- We'll just have to mute Chris so he doesn't describe six, every, every album. A six-hour live stream. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Talking about one album. <laughs> um, hey, guys, check out Bandcamp. Check out all this stuff. Check out everyone's podcast. And uh, go buy some albums. We'll talk to you soon. Peace.